live. <clears throat> Benchwoman report June fifteenth. Um, we're a little a day late. Um, it was a long fucking weekend. There was <laughs> oh, a lot man. of things that happened. Um, I was drunk and he was drunk. Um, we need an extra day to recover, pretty much. Oh man, I'm not gonna lie. A long weekend is a that's an understatement for me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of sports happening on the weekend. Uh, I I know for sure Saturday I did nothing but watch sports. Yeah, um, same. A lot of things happen. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, where would you like to begin? Because there. Are, uh, oh, oh, you know what? Since we did a whole episode uh, talking about UFC 23, let's do a recap. Yeah, let's right. start there. Um, wow, as shit you saw there in the night. I think we both agreed. Um, the Those arm. The oh my god. The submission. Yo, that referee. Did not notice his arm was broken. He should never, never ref again. I don't know if never ref again. He should never ref like a UFC like main fight night, like a two sixty three. Like he should be just restricted to right now, just doing like the and, UFC um, fight nights on Fridays. And he no, well, it's he's he's a he's a local guy, so he's from Arizona. Yeah, and, and that's the thing <clears throat> I was seeing on like when I, when it happened, I was looking on Twitter and people were saying like. People like in the MMA community was saying like, "Oh, this isn't his first time really right. like making a bad call as a ref in a decision where." Because think about it, him leaving. Uh, who was that? J- Jamal Hill. That Jamal was Jamal Hill. Hill. Yeah. His arm being bent backwards and broken like that and just wobbling. After it started, what's wrong with this man? After know. it just started wobbling, tripping. At that point, right. everything inside here is just getting more like messed up and messed right. But no, the thing is, he clearly tapped. Like how do you how do you stand over like because he's not it's not like it happened at a uh, at a position where it's like hidden or the body is covering it's like wide in it's yeah. like wide open like so if you see that if we saw that fucking shit bent backward on the TV I'm over right there you should have been able to hear it I'm like yo if somebody checked his eyesight somebody checked something because anybody could have saw that shit coming and happen. So that shit was wild to me. Um, and then second thing is, I got to address this. The, the Nate Diaz situation. The Nate Diaz fanboy, at this point, I think is worse than Cowboy fans. I'm sorry, but okay, yeah, he had a good, he had a good, like, last, you know, minute. Fight. It was a, it, bro, but the thing was, he wasn't really. Leon destroyed him the first 24 minutes. You know, yeah, he did. He, I was. Like it was, he wasn't really, he wasn't really like, like completely dominating him, but he was kind of, he was kind of. Uh, he pieced him up. Yeah, literally, he was like him up. I, he had like Nate had no answer, and like I knew that shit was gonna happen coming in, um, and like I'm, I'm so, I'm so kind of upset and sad for Leon because Leon has like many bad lucks in his career. A guy won nine fight in a row and still can't get a title shot. Like, just a lot of shit. The the fight before this was, like, a no contest with an eye poke. Like, mm-hmm. and then the whole COVID thing, and he's in the UK, and he can't fight. Like, I feel bad for the guy. And, like, you know, he won all 24 minutes, but coming out, everybody's just talked about Diaz. Diaz, Diaz. It made it, it almost felt like he won the fight. And I'm like. Well, it, was, it was mainly because the last 30 seconds when he stunned uh, Edwards. He kind of stole yeah. the show, but. But, like, at the end of the day, like. A fight is twenty five minutes. Like n- people just totally discredit the la the the twenty four minutes prior to. Now he was killing him, but but that's but okay. So here, that's the great thing I guess about fighting because he, like you said, he's dominating <clears throat> Diaz the whole fight pretty much. Right. All it took, if he had thirty more seconds, 
Diaz but, might win that fight. And I'm not trying to be a Diaz fanboy. If he knock, if what if he gets a chance to knock him out? Diaz blew it when he's first when he stunned him. He pointed at him and was taunting and doing all that extra shit. He should have been aggressive and just kept attacking, realizing right. it no, was the final I, round, and he wasn't gonna win the fight like by points. He should have been trying to go for the knockout. Yeah, but he didn't do that. Hey, wait, no! Hey, wait! Don't mess with the Grinches. What's wrong with you, bro? My Grinches. dog is. Bro, not bro, the Grinches. Bite the Kobe's. Not the Kobe's, man. Go grab the Kobe's. Yeah, man. Put that shit somewhere before this motherfucker start eating the Kobe's. Anyways, but no, I agree with what you said. He he stalled. Um and like he could have definitely capitalized on the moment. He should have. But I felt like I felt like I don't think he could have finished like I, I felt like Edwards would have survived, but then like now you're playing in the game of uh shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. You know? So it's like that could have easily, you know, be said on the flip side. And um, yeah, no, oh, I, don't, yeah. I just, I just think it's unfair. That's all it is. It's all what if, like, if he had thirty more seconds, he still lost the fight. It don't matter. But right, I think that was one of the best fights of the night. No, I no, yeah, it, it was, a, it was a great fight. I just, I just hate coming out the narrative being what it is and not nobody giving a fuck about or giving the credit to leon you see it on social media nobody really posts about him it was just yeah, DS, DS. And like how do you lose. fucking how do you lose and like your stock is higher than the guy that won and your record so. has 13 loss i don't know I man don't think, like the nate thing I think, I think the thing about nate diaz more i think everybody was just happy to see like because you know how he hasn't fallen a minute i think he hasn't fought in a minute. Nah, he hasn't fought in a minute. No. Then the whole story about how he had to uh, cancel his fight because of his uh, scar tissue, like he had a bad cut in training yeah. last fight or last month. And then everybody just no, no, no. He didn't like, cancel. He said he can't. That was well, a, canceled, that was an he excuse. He had to back out or whatever. No, he didn't back out. That was an excuse. He backed out after this fight ended. I don't. Well, he said like he had a bu- he had a bunch of scar tissue and no, stuff like no, that. No, from he saying because he was supposed to fight a month ago supposedly. No, it wasn't. He's that's what he said. Oh, I, I don't he said remember that. that part. In the interview, I, he said he said he was supposed to fight. I guess at the last UFC event or some shit, and he had to get replaced. Oh yeah, or yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it did, so he it was did saying, move. Okay, he was saying yeah. come in. He this yeah, fight, yeah, he had yeah. a full camp, and he was like happy with his results. He yeah, just yeah, said yeah, like Edwards yeah. was the better fighter. I, I fucking forgot. Yeah, it no, did yeah, got he, he said but that. Yeah, but I, I think it was just it was a good story for Nate Diaz in a sense. Everybody likes like the under. He was. Pretty much, the, I think the underdog, anyways, and he almost came back. So everybody likes that, you know, the underdog story. Yeah, no, I I get it. I just I I feel bad for Leon. I feel bad for Leon, and like I just don't I just don't like when you like praise losing so much because Nate Nate lose a lot. The only reason like, I don't feel bad for Leon is because I don't think Dana like is really gonna be like okay. Just because of what the crowd seen in Nate Diaz, I'm gonna give him a title shot before Leon no. Edwards. I don't see that happening. He came out and said Kobe's gonna get the title shot against Usman, and I be seeing a lot of fucking people commenting saying, "Yo, like Leon got no shot against Masvidal or Kobe or Usman if that's if Nate Diaz is is is, is doing that sh- type of shit to him." And I'm like, "Yo, fuck, okay, anybody in the fight game, you get you." You get lazy, and I felt like he got lazy because 24 minutes, he was killing him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nate has no answer. Timber, shut up, my guy. Fuck. Anyways, he had no answer. So, yeah, like, he had a, he had a split seconds where he slipped up, and he got caught. So, that shit could happen to any fucking buddy. So, to, to, to have an excuse of, like, oh, just because, you know, um, 
he he got slipped like that. He has no shot against the top three guys. Man, fuck that. Put put Leon against um Masvidal. I'm not sure Masvidal can beat him 100. percent Put him against um Kobe. I'm not sure Kobe coming out. I don't think he, Kobe's gonna beat Leon Edwards, bro. Usman's about to destroy Kobe again. I don't think Kobe's gonna beat Usman. No, no, no. I don't even think that's a fair fight. Well, they're fighting again, but that's not happening. Like he. I, I see no chance of him beating Usman. Nah. Usman's too fucking good. No way in hell. The chin that Usman got is fucking ridiculous. And yeah. Um, all right. So main event. Do we want to re- recap this one? This one. Uh, this one's kind of uneventful. We already. Um, ta- before we get there, let's see. Let's. We got to talk. Uh, we've talked about Hill and Craig, Edwards and oh. Diaz. I don't really. We don't really got to talk about Bilal and Damian Maya. That was kind nah. of a. But I do want to go back fight. and see. Uh, do we get anything right? Oh, we did make bets. All right, so uh, Craig and Hill, we both got that one wrong because we went with we Hill. Said Hill. Uh, Maya and Bilal, I said. You I said Bilal, I think uh, I said Maya. Yeah, uh, so Bilal won that one. Mm-hmm. I said Bilal by unanimous decision, so I got that one right. Yeah. Uh, Leon Diaz, I say second round TKO. That didn't happen, but Leon won. What did I say? You said Diaz. Fourth DS. round TK. Oh, yeah, I was like, fuck, I'm going to take DS. Uh And then David Moreno, we both went with Davidson, and we got fucked on this one. Oh, how did we not talk about this fight? Yo, hey, shouts out to Brandon Moreno. Bro. I was so happy to see that man. Yo, and he, the Mexican, uh, to be the first Mexican to be born. a UFC champ and be born from yeah, Mexico. Yeah, Mexican stand up. That's pretty lit. Um, yeah, no, that I was didn't. Another, that was probably the second best coming. fight to me. Didn't see that shit coming. Um, who would have thought? Now. Put that man in a sleeper. Had we shot this shit like. Friday night, and if I would have known that Davison showed up to the fucking weigh-in 46 seconds away from him actually being yeah. late and the fight being called off and had a tr- had a horrible weight cut, I would have changed my answer. Yeah, I seen that when uh, I was watching uh, weigh-ins, whatever night that was. Right. And I, and I remember on Twitter, uh, Ariel Hawani was saying, like, he showed up with, like, 26 seconds to spare. Yeah, like, deadline. I was like, damn. And then, so... That kind of made me think about, damn, is he going to win this fight? Because then people were saying, like, it don't even matter if he shows up and he don't make the weight. Then if he wins, the title is going to be vacated. So the only way the title would go to someone is if Moreno won. So I was like, right. damn, that's kind of that's kind of tough if that happens. I wouldn't even want to fight. You might as well just give him the title. Right. No point. But but have we known that and, like, know the fact that he's coming into the fight having a horrible weight cut? I probably would change def- my decision. Yeah, I would. Uh, huh? I would have changed my decision. Right. I would have went with Moreno just because, like, Moreno pace, speed, athleticism, mm-hmm. uh, tenacity, drive, and uh, Davidson being, like, not on not, not on weight and having a horrible cut, definitely fuck with his mental, definitely fuck with his uh, capability uh, to maintain during the fight, stamina, all that shit. Not going to look sharp. I would have been like Moreno, but you know, give credit so, to him. No excuses. Moreno won fair and square in every no, yeah, level. No, he was dominating him. But here's my question, and, that, and that's not an excuse. Uh, Figueredo like barely making the weight and all the cutting he had to do. Right. He, I think Brandon Moreno probably just came into that fight more energized, more focused. He just looked more better. But uh, my question is, what is the weight class after flyweight? One fifteen. No. They're oh, like after? One, yeah, after. Oh, like, 125. Uh, Why doesn't Figueredo just go up? Because uh, this isn't the first time he supposedly had no, to do this. No, it's not. He should go up, but so, the thing is, if he goes up to 135, he won't have, like, a size advantage. 
Um, he'll cut. He'll be a little bit undersized, but to be honest, I see him as a one. He got some muscle for it. Though. Yeah, yeah, he no. Looked, he looked big as hell. He looked big coming into. I was like, there's no way he's 120 pounds or 125, yeah. whatever. He did not look. And even uh, whoever was uh, was it not Joe Rogan? He was the other announcer dude. He even said it um, when he walked into the ring. He was like Paul Felder. Yeah, he was like he for sure looks like he's like. 135, maybe 140 right now in the ring. No, boy, huge. To be honest, if I was if I was on his camp, like the rematch is the rematch is there, but he got to move up because this is like this is like the third, fourth time he's having issues with weight. Um, so as a promotion, you can't really rely on him. You know, you can't book him up for a fight and then he not make the weight. So he just gotta he he's gotta you know at this point like move up, balloon up a little bit. And then um, either okay, so he either needs to move up, or he needs to drop his natural weight. Because I know when when you're fighting, you gain weight because of all the water and working out, and then you got to go and drop like ten or fifteen pounds to make the weight, and then you end up gaining some of that back two days before the fight. If he drops his natural weight to like one twenty, but then I don't know what that's gonna do to his strength because he's supposedly like a one of the power fighters in the flyweight right. division. So I don't know what that'll do to his strength drop in his natural That's going to be hard because the older you get, the harder yeah. to, to maintain, you yeah. know, or to cut. So, like, no, yeah, that's true. it's not like he's, you know, getting any younger. So the the older you get, the the high likely that you're going to have to move up in weight. That's every fighter. Yeah, like, the goes. older you get, you're moving up. You're not moving down. So, yeah. no, Proxy Moreno. Unless you're, you're either staying stagnant or moving up, I would say. I'm right. pretty sure some people who could stay stagnant that don't have to move yeah. up. Yeah, Proxy Moreno. But you know what? Who yeah. I want him to, to fight? To Mexico. That, that division need, need a little interesting. Um, Henry Cejudo should come out of retirement and fight Brandon Moreno. That sounds like somebody that don't even fight no more. Yeah, no. He he retired. He he was a double, uh, double champ, flyweight, and bantamweight. Uh, retired. Uh, I think that would be a good fight. More, I, I, I'll give Moreno a pretty good shot at that. But Triple C is a, uh, is a monster. Although he's cringy. Um, then now let's go to the main Wait, event. Who's Triple C? Because I keep hearing... Triple some- C. That's, uh, that's uh, Henry Cejudo. Oh. Yeah. That's Triple C? Yeah, that's just uh, the nickname he gave himself. Oh, yeah. Because everybody was saying, oh, uh, Moreno should fight him. I didn't know who the fuck Triple C was. Yeah, no. He retired not so long ago, but... He was just a little cringy uh, flyweight champ, then uh, beat um, beat Dillashaw for the bantam for the bantamweight title, and then oh my guy, TJ. and then right before uh, Dillashaw get popped, but Dillashaw's coming back against Corey Sanhagen, and that fight's gonna be bonkers. Anyways, let's get on let's, to uh, let's get on to DC, uh, let's get on to Izzy. All right, so um, anything that surprised you? <laughs> no, no, that was easy. That was like the thing. He was okay. playing with him the whole so time. Be, I, you know what? Never mind. Let me let me not lie. I was laying in bed, hungover as fuck, watching this on Saturday night, and I was a little upset because I expected all that bullshit that uh, Vittori was talking in the uh, press conferences and the weigh-ins and the face-off, right. all that bullshit. Especially I was like, oh, we seen John fucking, he exposed you. You're not going to win. I was like, okay, so this is going to be a good fight. I still thought Izzy was going to win, but I was like, it's going to be a close fight like Jan, I mean, uh, Vittori. He knows, right. he knows what he, he got the blueprint on him. Yeah. He obviously didn't follow the blueprint that uh, Jan left. Because we see, I remember we watched, I don't know if we watched that fight. I think I might have watched that at Luis's house. But yeah. I remember watching that fight. Jan was low-key whooping Izzy ass. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what uh, Vittori thought he was doing. I don't know what he thought he was doing, but it was not working. Izzy was literally dominating the whole fight. And it right. was kind of anticlimactic, I guess I would say. It was. It was. It felt like. And he, see, uh, coming into the fight, I was telling you. 
in order for an Izzy fight to be super interesting, you you need a guy who's gonna come forward and like push push the pace, uh, push the pace, get into his face and strike with Izzy. Because Izzy's a counterpuncher. Marvin did none of that. So Izzy was able to like stand on the outside, pick him apart with the leg kicks. Yeah. Hit the legs. The leg kicks yeah, he was, was fucking him up with the he leg was kicks. killing him with the leg kicks. I literally thought in the second or third round, I was like, if if he hits him like three more times, real good, they might stop this fight purely due to leg kicks. Yeah. But then he after you know three rounds and Marvin had no answer because he he weren't able to take him down at all. Mm-hmm. Like Izzy was able to get up. Izzy was be uh, was able to defend like majority of the fucking takedowns. Had no answers. So then you can tell Marvin had like no like he's out of sort. He's like lost. He's like he he lost a bunch of hopes. He's just kind of there just to survive and not lose. Yeah. But he wasn't there to win. And then Izzy is like, you know what, fuck, I'm just going to be on the outside picking apart and then just kind of like win this back and forth battle, play with him a little bit, show little, uh uh showmanship. And um didn't really um didn't really try to finish him, which is fine, I guess like I I guess that's what he's going for. He's trying to like embarrass him a little bit. So I get it. Um, but yeah, no, I, nothing shocked me about that fight because I just knew that Vittori had no answer and he wasn't gonna, he wasn't gonna lead the charge and like yeah. get into a brawl. And if you don't get into a brawl with Izzy, he's not going to start the brawl. You seen how, he's just going to pick him apart. You seen how salty he was at the end though? Yeah, he <laughs> acted, he slapped his butt. Bro, Izzy so disrespectful, no, Izzy, but I love Izzy, it. No, Izzy asshole, but you oh. seen how... Uh, Vittori was salty at then when him and Izzy was talking at the end of the fight. Then uh, what he, Joe Rogan was that's Joe yeah. Rogan that comes in at the end and yeah, like yeah. talks, interviews him in the ring. Yeah, he came in and was like, "What did you guys just say to each other?" And Izzy was like, basically, he said that he still felt like he won. And he said, "Well, whatever lets you sleep at night, man." <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, no, like, no, this I, man I, is that salty? Like, nigga, I saw that. Lost. I don't know how you go. I, There's no way you won that fight, man. I don't come know how now. fighters um think they win fights. Yeah, Izzy was like. I'll let you sleep at night, but you still got to show... This is martial arts. It's all about respect, so we still got to be good sports and all that. Right. But, yeah, no. no um, he was talking that shit. That's why I fuck with uh, the style bender. Oh, he's the, he's the best. I love his shit talking. I love his confidence. I love his swag. I know uh, I know a lot of people probably hate him, but I he like that shit. Like a, he reminds me like a middleweight John Jones minus the Coke. Yeah, no, but he's a better shit talker than John. Yeah. More flashy nah, he, than John. Wore, oh, it's not that. The he mask, more, uh, he more the witty. mask and the hat. That was lit. the Mortal Kombat with the rain yeah. hat. I was like, oh, he's, that, was he's that was fire. That was fire. That was probably like that. the best like little walkout uh, costume I've ever seen. To be honest, it's kind of like up there with some of the Floyd shit that pulled off. Just because you know it kind of fits him. He's like Floyd a ninja. Still, though, he still came out with the sunburn on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, no, nobody <laughs> gonna, gonna beat that one. That one's a that one top top top. But yeah, okay, listen. Sorry, no, did you? Yeah, uh, before right. we switch into, we'll talk about the other things. But did you watch that uh, that YouTube versus TikToker boxing thing? Uh, sadly, I'm gonna have to say I, I saw it. the highlight. I watched. No, I watched it. You watched, I watched it. The fights. You watched all the Them fights. TikTokers was getting beat the fuck. <laughs> it was like what six to one. I don't think any TikTokers. No, won. one guy won. One Ooh. guy won. Taylor Holder, first off, was getting his ass whooped by Anissa Gibb, and they called it a draw, which I don't know how. Yeah, no, I keep hearing robbery, and I was like, well, what's going on? DDG, I didn't watch the fight. DDG was fucking, fucking manhandling Nate Wyatt. It wasn't even close. Austin McBroom knocked out Bryce Hall. I don't remember. That was the only three I really watched. No, nah, there, the there was one YouTuber that lost, and then he kept on tweeting about him being a feller or something. 
I don't want to be racist. I, I think it was card. a black guy that lost. What black dude? It was like one black guy. Was all, it, 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 it wasn't DDG. No, it wasn't DDG. DDG was whooping Nate Wyatt's ass. Hold on, let me let me go. There was one guy that Social lost. Social gloves. That's what it was called. Hold on, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up the okay. card right now. Anyways, but okay, my thing on that is. But to be honest, it wasn't okay. So was the question, there was there people in the audience that watched that shit? Because I know that shit was in a, uh, the yeah, it was uh, people football in the stadium. Like, did they sell that out? Yeah, I'm, no, it was it was in like I want to say it was in Miami. So it was Hard Rock was, Stadium. Yeah, it was so Hard Rock Stadium. Sold out. I'm, it, no, that shit could have not been sold out. I mean, not sold out, but it was people in the And stands. I bet you That's they didn't sell pay-per-views at all because it's on the same night as the UFC. So uh, I don't whoever, whoever did the dates. I don't know if it was a pay-per-view. Whoever did, it was. Whoever did the dates. Terrible. Horrible timing. Why the hell would you schedule an event on the same night as the UFC? Whoever did it. I want to know. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, FaZe Jarvis knocked out that one Asian dude, too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I saw that, that one. Oh, Deji. Deji, Deji. lost to uh, Vinny Hacker. Yeah. yeah. He got he got TKO by Vinny Hacker. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of... That um, was the only TikTok. I, I, I saw the highlights for the Bryce and um, Austin. Yeah, no, Bryce... I don't know what he doing. Taylor, Bro. I think the best fight was Taylor Holder versus Gibb. Because Taylor Holder, supposedly, when they had the little... Press conference for the YouTubers, TikToker fighting thing, and then Taylor right. Holder got into it with uh or no uh Austin McBroom and Bryce. You seen the clip that went viral? Austin McBroom and Bryce Hall kind of got into it at the little press conference where they no, were sitting down talking. Oh yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, so they got in that, and then when that happened, I guess because Taylor Holder fucks with Bryce Hall, so he was they was all in the crowd, and I guess DDG since he fucks with Austin McBroom, right? They was getting into it, and supposedly Taylor Holder called him the N word or said something racist. So I'm glad that homeboy call Austin. No, I think it was Austin or DDG. He said something racist. Isn't, um, isn't Gibbs the guy that got knocked out by um by, uh, by Jake Paul? Paul? Or Logan, or Jake no, Paul? by Jake Paul. Yeah. Yeah, he, he got slept. He got he was, slept. And he looked, and I remember seeing he that He looked fight. much better. He looked a lot better. But none of he these looked guys. Like he looked that rematch with Logan or Jake. None of these guys can throw a punch right. Not really. No, bro, DDG, yeah. I didn't see that one. So DDG is the only I'm, one that has boxing experience like he. He's not a professional boxer, but he like trains and boxing, been growing up boxing, taking boxing classes all his life. Yeah. Just like Ocho Cinco. Like they have boxing experience to where yeah. most people don't. They just Well the only one I watched was the Austin and fight and um he was throwing he was throwing um punches really from the fight. side. Yeah, but he was couldn't really Bryce fight, but because Bryce is horrible. Because he can't fight. I mean, Bryce yeah. just looks like the kid from high school that like starts shit but lose every fight. Pretty much. You know. But that uh, was, that was with that little... fucking haircut, he reminds me of that one cartoon kid. Can't fucking remember it, but I keep seeing haircut. the meme. No, we don't it's have the dude. same fucking haircut. Bro, <laughs> his hair's long on the back. Nah, I used to look like that. What? Well, he don't have curly hair. Okay, you don't... Under, white people do the same thing and get the perm to make it curly. But he never has a perm. He okay, has but curly... But it looked like yours just Bro, not curly. look him up. <laughs> Because Why after you hair? said it, hey, I looked his so ass bad? up, and I'm like, he has straight fucking hair. Listen, okay, I'm gonna look it up right now. Look his ass up. Bryce Hall haircut. You know, I'm not gonna let you do me like that, man. I'm not gonna put. I'm not gonna let you put my name next to a guy who lost a fucking fight. Look at that. Look at y'all to see. Look at y'all got to see. Oh, he has straight hair. Nah, it's curly. Look at all that. It's wavy. That's no, you right it's there. Let's try Hall. By the way. Let's try Hall. By the, by the way, Hall. he. Don't even have a fade. Well, he's white. You know they don't do that. Man, no. I get my fade. Not right <laughs> now. I mean, it's been a long time. I just what the fuck with it's you. It's been like two all. weeks. I haven't gotten a haircut, but 
All right, let's don't, uh, don't compare me to that shit. Let's get let's get into it. So so what do you want you want to talk about? Uh, oh, I I want to say something right here on uh, on uh, bench warmer report. Uh, I'm f- I'm officially saying Owen to Kawhi legendary. I I can't even talk shit about the Clippers anymore. As a matter of fact, I'm not gonna talk shit about the Clippers. I think anymore. I tweeted this last week. I'm good. I think I tweeted this. Um, I'm done talking shit about them. No, I think I tweeted this after the Nuggets loss or Nuggets got swept. We're gonna go. Oh, yeah, what did you say? Because right I don't have a Twitter. I think I said this is the Clippers championship to lose this season because there's no LeBron, there's no Steph. The Nets is look is really hurt right now. I still think the Bucks are frauds until they prove that they can make it to an NBA Finals. None of those other teams outside of maybe Phoenix really scares me and maybe Utah, but right now Clippers might beat Utah. So this is really their well, okay. It's their championship to lose. It's a little weird. Have you noticed? So Especially if Pete they, Especially if PG's playing the way he's playing right now. They couldn't win at home. Now they won two straight at home. Um They didn't win at home in the first round either. Against Dallas, nobody won at home in that series. All the games except that's what for I'm the saying, last but game. But they won at home now. Oh, then that's yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, they just won two two games at home. Oh shit! I thought they lost. My fault. Oh I'm no, they did. The they did. No, they did. That's what I'm saying. I forgot that they tied it up. Right yeah. Now. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Um, I'm thinking of a different team. My fault. Yeah. No. I don't know what's gonna happen, Kawhi. It looks like it's not that serious of injury. But if Morris is gonna give you 24 points and PG is gonna give you 31, wait. So bro, Kawhi got hurt. I didn't see that. Kawhi got kind of bumped up in um in the game. Um, oh, but yeah, no. That. Mitchell scored 37. Ingles got 19. Uh, Gobert got 11. Bogdanovich got 18. And they lost and, by 14. And they lost by 14. So if Paul George can consistently play the way he's playing, which, you know, we've been fucking screaming for this shit. Actually, I'm not going to talk shit. Um, they play well. They play they very did. great. The um, they have a good shot. I think Morris is the key. The, the if he can do what he did last, even no, okay. Let me if he can that. knock at least like three three he pointers, even, he don't even have to score twenty four every game. If he could score like 18. 18, 15 to eighteen every game, and Kawhi and PG can do what they do since they're the elite players they are every game, then I think the Clippers will be hard to stop. Right, but really it, hard to stop. But it truly speaks like efficient. Like Morris five for six from three. He's really efficient. Uh, Kawhi three for seven, not bad. Uh, Paul George four uh, four for ten from the three. Nah, could shot a little better. Could shot better. Not as but bad as he normally throws, shoots. Uh, ten, 10 for thirteen. Morris seven for eight, and Paul George nine for ten. So like good free throws percentage. They're all in the plus. Uh, plus in the plus and minus column. They're all in the plus. Um, so that's good because all the games that they've been losing, we've been noticing there's like a trend of uh, you know minus. When they're on the court, Paul George was like minus like fucking twelve or fourteen mm-hmm. for all the games that they lost, pretty much. So if they can keep this up, I think, I think they have a pretty good shot um, at beating the Jazz. I just really uh, game five will be the decider. Like game, whoever wins game five will win the series. Like that's the next game, right? Right, and it's gonna yeah, be I at Utah. So. That's and the next two games are Utah. I think no. No. I think five and six are Utah, and then seven's in LA. Bro, have you not watched basketball? I don't know how the fuck the. I know no. the Jazz got home court advantage. I don't know how this so shit works. So, how the fuck is it in LA, the game seven? If the Jazz got home court advantage, how? So, it's going to alternate them? Yes. I don't it's, fucking know okay, how to keep up, dude. Bro, you watch NBA. I don't pay attention to bullshit like that. I just pay attention to the, the players. The stats, the score, I don't give a fuck about no home court advantage, what court they playing at. I don't Bro, like, okay, matters. they played in fucking Dallas last week. I yeah, mean, I know it matters, but. If I, they play in Utah, that's a lot of Mormons screaming at you. A lot of racist Mormons, but that's a different. 
You gotta know when the Mormons come out. So, so okay, so Utah's the only so team you, with Mormons. So, so let me get. So let me make sure I got this right. So when you have home court, you get the first two games. The the non home court team gets the second so, two games, and then the last and then uh, three it games alternate. alternate. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I thought it was just two Bro, back and back. And you then. can't forget Utah is the only fucking team with Mormons fans. I hate them. That make a big difference. Do it really? Because BYU's fans is terrible. That's probably why. Is it in Utah? Yeah, BYU's in Utah. All right then. And it's a Mormon school. It's probably why. No, I didn't I'm mean sorry. terrible. Like, I just never mind. I'm gonna take that back. Mormons are great. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, they wild it. All right, but let's um, if they if they really about their religious like that, they really about their team like that. Let's get on, let's get into the uh the real <clears throat> controversy that that happened in the uh, NBA this weekend. What? What's the real controversy? The fuck you mean was the real controversy? They fucking ejected the MVP in an oh elimination game. What are you God. talking about? We're not doing this. All right, Cameron Damn. Payne, you got to stop acting. Damn. Yo, you know what? I mean, we you need know a, what? Let me we, take it back. We uh, need I was Timber! <laughs> Hold up. I'll be right back. Bro, I'm not sure what's worse, having a husky or having a fucking live baby. A uh, live baby's worse. Oh, okay. I mean, dogs are just as bad. He's just as annoying. A kid's worse. Fucking I'll tell always you talking time. shit, yelling, screaming. Oh, my daughter do the same barking. thing. Barking. Oh, my God. All right. Where were we? My daughter do the same thing. She don't listen. I'll be telling her shit now. And then she be telling me no. I'll be like, who the fuck are you yeah. talking to? Like, my girl be having to call me down. Be like, who the fuck are you talking to? You're not going to tell me no. I'm your dad. You're going to listen to me. Yeah, so no, she, I tried that shit. But then I'll I looked at it. Uh, but then he gave me to look kid. like. Yeah, we the same size. I'm like, you right. All right. Anyways, you were saying, yeah. So man, come on. You don't. You you can't eject the MVP. And like, I kind of. And I I'll take back some of the anger I had for Cameron Payne, even though he did barely get swiped. But I'm really more mad at the refs. Like, come on now. Like, what are y'all doing? This is a this is the MVP of the league that just got announced as the MVP two days at like, seventy two hours at the most before this game, and. That should have been a flagrant one, and you keep playing. Because Nuggets were still in the... Okay, don't get me wrong. Nuggets was down 3-0. They were still most likely going to lose Sons this series. Suns in four. They were still going to lose this series. So let me not act like that him... The Rebs did decide this game. Hey, they already lost, they already lost the series when that fan beat the shit out of Nuggets fan. Bro, yeah, he held him with he one hand and went... Bah, 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 bah. I would never let no white... Two guys. To me. Bro. But, here, but hold on, here's the thing. Best of all time but here's the thing that's when you know the sun's in four here's the thing Suns in three even though the suns were gonna win this series the valley in an elimination game like i could see if it was if it was monte morris or aaron gordon or somebody else that did that and you're like okay it's a flagrant too but we've seen way worse way worse that's not even a word we've seen way worse like fouls that wasn't a, a that weren't even too. flagrants. That were not even flagrant ones. That were just called common fouls. Correct. How do you? He went. He hit way more of the ball than he hit Cameron Payne's face. No, if you watch that replay like three times and you come out saying that's not all ball, I'm like you blind. It was all ball. It was it was all ball. His his yeah his arm like struck his face, but as far as where his hand went, it was all ball. He was going for the ball. He wasn't trying <clears> to. He wasn't trying to intentionally hit Cameron Payne in the face. The refs really dropped the ball because even if the Suns win this series, the they Nuggets, already won the series. Well, I mean, even though that they won the series, oh, okay. ball, the Nuggets had a real good chance of winning that game, and they were close when when Jokic got ejected, and they even brought it closer after he got ejected. After that, the Suns closed out, but 
I don't know. I'm I'm that was horrible. I just want to talk about instant replay. We have technologies, we have instant replay, but for some reason they can't use it to the right at the they can't use it at the right time uh-huh. and they can't fucking make the right decision after spending five minutes watching the same clip over and over and over again. And then when it comes to uh, when it comes to um Fuck, what's the word when you fake fouling? I just... Flopping? Flopping. When it comes to flopping, we need instant replay on flopping. And if you if you watch the instant replay and it's glaring that it's flopping, the guy who flopped deserves the technical and the other guy shoots a free throw and they get the ball. Can we please make that a fucking rule? Because I'm sick and tired of all yeah, these flopping. Yeah, they got to change that. And I wouldn't really like, say... what are we, soccer? I wouldn't even say that maybe... I mean, not soccer, but football? I hate them. I wouldn't even say maybe that. My thing is, I won't even say that Cameron Payne was flopping because me and uh, Sunshine was talking about this because we was watching the game when it happened. Like some, like for example, he has a sensitive nose, so maybe Cameron Payne could have like a sensitive nose, so maybe that little swipe could have fucked him up. But at the same time, that still shouldn't have been a flagrant two. It should have been anything. It should have been maybe a flagrant one if you want to go there. If anything, it should have just been double technicals for uh, Joker and D-Book. And D-Book didn't want that smoke. Right no, away. you know why it's flagrant too? Because of the action that Cameron Payne took. To fall on the floor acted. like he was falling. And like, oh, yeah, it, he could have got like, his ass up. Okay, tech. He could have got If up. you watch the whole clip and then just like not even look at Yochit, not even look at anything. And like if you blur everything out. Damn, he was on the floor the whole time the scuffle was going on. It looked like. like what are you doing? He, act, he, bro, he acted like. He acted like. Uh, uh, Manny Pacquiao when Man- Manuel Marquez knocked him oh out laying on the floor like that. What's wrong with this nigga? He like held his face like if he got a KO. So as a. And then, and then you know D-Book got mad. And I'm like bro love you D-Book. But your boy flopped there. You didn't need to react like one, that. My thing on that is one D-Book don't want that smoke with Joker. Two. Some, the other that one we said it best. D-Book's temper is going to be the sun's downfall. You think he got a temper issue like that? Damn, he got ejected twice in the Lakers series. He almost got ejected uh, true. two days ago. You think Kendo ain't fucking him good like that? He he taking his anger out on the court? I don't even know, but it don't matter. It's like, bro, like, you can't be that. I get you play with, he plays with emotion, but you... He, he always had worse, an worse than Draymond Green. No, damn, he slapped. You don't remember a couple years ago when he got into it with homeboy from the Timberwolves, uh, Gorgie Dang, and he slapped him, and they both got ejected. He telling this dude to meet him in the hallways in the locker room, and they both run into the lock, running up like when they ejected him. Devin Booker went to this, went to the exit through the to the locker room that way. I don't remember. Yeah, this that shit went viral. Devin Booker like, remember. oh, you want to fight? Meet me in the lock. And then both of these dudes running the lock, and the trainers, everyone trying to hold them back. And they oh, obviously they didn't yeah, meet yeah, up yeah, back yeah, there, yeah, but like yeah. it's they like lost that game. Yeah, but it's like you can't be doing stuff like that. You got to control your temper because it's gonna take that one time. And he's gonna lose his temper in an important game, and he's gonna get ejected. He's gonna do something that's gonna get him ejected. Yeah, no, like okay. he has a real bad temper. Same thing with Luca. Luca got a bad temper too. Oh, league in Texas. Oh, speaking season. of Luca. What, what are you doing? So somebody said, ask him about the extension. And they're like, well, you know what my answer is. Yeah. And then and then there's a report out a couple of days ago or recently saying that he Mavs. he he doesn't see a future with the maps, although he will 
poss- most likely sign the Supermax. No, it was okay. So it was saying the Mavs are well. I don't know if it's it that he said out his mouth. The thing that I read said no. That it was the, just reports. He didn't say it, but the report saying that there's skeptism amongst the um the front the, fran- the front office yeah. and the franchise that saying he that might he, not stay for the long term. Yeah, he's not. He'll just sign an extension and probably for like maybe what three years. Four years, whatever the extension. No, I mean the, the extension is, is what it is. Supermax, you gotta like, say, you gotta go the whole the full round, bro. So the I mean the full years, length. So, the so years, I yeah. think it's four plus five. So the f- you don't have well, that's a that four plus five means it's gonna be a player option because he's not. Yeah, gonna, the fifth. They're yeah, not the gonna fifth. give Luca a team option. A team option. Yeah, he's no. the best player on the team. Yeah. So yeah, I could see that happening, but they need to just get stars around. They need to get him some help. Yeah, no, I um some consistent help. My thing is, it was weird the timing of the report. Um, I don't know, like who leaked that shit. Um, I it's the not teams gonna leak all this. Yeah, but it's not. But uh, how can that help your organization though? Like, I don't understand what what are the moves that you're trying to do? Because like, obviously you want to re-sign Luca and you want to embarrass the, uh, you want to better the team. But like, why leak information like that? Because it doesn't really matter. Um, like it doesn't matter if it because that's not really okay. It certain information doesn't matter when teams leak it because it does affect those contracts. But I don't think. Specifically, that is really gonna affect Luca signing the max ex- max extension. If anything, teams are gonna probably start acquiring about Luca, or maybe even start acquiring about Porzingis. That's the whole reason that they probably put that out. So teams will start acquiring about Porzingis, maybe inquiring about uh, Tim Hardaway, seeing if they could get some good players for Tim, or get get for sure get something for Porzingis. Yeah, that's the whole reason they did that. It wasn't really to like make Luca look like the bad guy or make it seem like. He's not going to stay or they're not going to resign him. Obviously, even if they think that their whole goal, Mark Cuban's whole goal, Carlisle's whole goal is to get another star around him and some real, like, strong role players. Yeah, okay. That's what um, I think that means. I don't think it really meant that they was trying to, like, paint <clears throat> him out to be a bad guy or be, like, a difficult star or something. Because yeah. he does need help. I don't know. All right, yeah. uh, a little speed round. Uh, Atlanta, Philly, anything? It's kind of it, it's it's two two tied up. Atlanta just won the last game going in, uh, going back to Philly, uh, for the next game. Um, who who do you see winning this series? It, I think this series is gonna be tight. They only won by three the last game. Um, who Philly? No 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 Atlanta, Atlanta won the last game. You didn't watch it? I, I, I saw didn't, it. It was, I didn't it was watch a good game. Philly and Atlanta. Um, so they they won by fourth uh by uh, by three points. No, um, Atlanta won. Yeah, no, Atlanta. I oh, said I Atlanta. Said Philly, my fault, my fault. No, no, no. I yeah. said Atlanta. I said Atlanta won. They're going back to Philly for Game Five. So tie, t- uh, tie two two. Who do you see this um, coming out of this one? It's. I think it's gonna be. A, it's gonna go be a good series. I think this one gonna be seven. To be honest, I think it's going seven. And I think if it goes seven, I'm going Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. I'm I don't know. Atlanta. Um, I wasn't really big on the Sixers, but they're not stopping Embiid. Yeah, they're not. He but had 21 rebounds. Ain't nobody really stopping Trey Young. That's true. Trey Young got 25, 25, um, 25 and 18 assists, which is gnarly. God, damn, he had 18 yeah, assists. Yeah, he had 18 assists. But oh uh, Bogdanovich is the difference maker when you do watch the game. He had 22 points, all those minuses or minus one uh, in the plus and minuses the column. Two. But 22 points really made a fucking difference when it came down to the, the, the fourth quarter. The two X factors in that game, I mean, in that series, I think is, like you said, it's going to be Boggy from Atlanta, and then obviously it's going to be Tobias. Now, I would say Ben. Bro, Ben had the 
Ben had oh yeah, Ben had a horrible game. He had eleven it's points and uh, twelve rebounds, which is not bad. Nine assists. That's not a bad game. That's, but it's not that's a, his. That's him though. Okay, but he has to like you know he's has, not gonna give you more than what he's giving you. Like you know, like if Ben Simmons Ben Simmons was a stock, mm-hmm. it's like it's like this. I it's think, not like yeah, it's not gonna always be going up. My thing with, with the reason I say Ben is the X factor is because at some point. Not that he has to score. Ben Simmons is the best defender on that team by far. Outside of uh, uh, Matisse Thibel. Matisse Thibel, yeah. Ben Simmons is the best defender on that team. At some point, he needs to just man up and start trying to lock down Trey Young without fouling him. You have to. And I know that's a hard task, but you're an elite defender. You're one of the top defenders in the league. You was third place for defensive player of the year this year. You can do it. I take that back. The X factor for this series for the Sixers is um, Curry because he's the Seth? only Seth Curry. He's he the only guy that, that can you shoot. can rely on for three pointers that can go shot for shot with Trey and Bogdan. Well, Bogdan not Bogdan. Gonna Bog- gonna, I mean, yeah, he's gonna play good, but no, no, no. When it comes to three, okay, yeah, yeah, you need Bogdan. Like, yeah, okay, Bogdan is a good shooter. I see what you're saying. Bogdan is a good shooter. Horta is a good shooter. You haven't heard of yeah, he's a good shooter. And also, uh, Gallinari can shoot, but I mean, he's not going to put up crazy numbers because he, he don't play that bench. much. Yeah, he come out the bench. But. but you know, those those three players on the uh, on the Hawks, and only really Curry for uh, for the Sixers because Court Moss don't play I, a lot. Danny Green. No, or, he does. He's in the starting lineup, but he, he kind of like the odd man out of the of the um the scheme. Like they're not yeah. really like. They're not really rotating. They're not really, you know, injecting him in the offense as much as Curry is. So Curry is the difference maker. But this one's going to go seven. And I don't know. I don't know who to pick between the Sixers and the Hawks. I can see the Sixers coming out, and I can also see the Hawks coming out. But it's going to seven. I think it don't matter because I think whoever comes out of this Nets and Bucks series is coming out the East. Oh, well, obviously, we know I would that. say it was the Nets, but they down by, like, 13 right now. What is it? 59 to 43, something like that. I, yeah. My math is probably off, but they down by like double digits. So, I mean, I don't know. This is a very interesting playoffs this year. A lot yeah. of stuff that we didn't really expect to happen has happened. Yeah. I mean. All right, man. Um, let's let's get on to another topic because the Nets, the Nets and Bucks, we 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 kind of know that. We're, we'll talk more after this game, to be honest. So that'll be on the next episode. We'll yeah. cap that off. But um, something I kind of want to talk about is, um, did you hear the um, mental, the mental health uh, debate amongst athletes? So did you hear about the whole Naomi Osaka, Osaka yeah. the the fine, the pulling out, the not wanting to do press? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my take on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, people are not going to like this, but. Oh my gosh, he's about to say something terrible. I don't believe in mental health, but hear me out. Hear me out. Hold on, no. No, no, no. That's just me. That's just me. What? what? That's that's just me. What do you mean? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm not right. I'm not right. Hold up. Hold up. I want to hear this, but. I'm wrong. I am wrong. I am wrong for believe that. Theory. I'm wrong, okay? Oh my gosh. I was born in Asia. I'm different. I'm wrong. But, but, hey, listen. If you believe in it, that's great. It's true for a lot of people, just not me. And I'm, I'm completely wrong here. Like, I, you don't even have to pull me 
you don't have to say I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. Okay, just, but just let me be here. As long as you know. Uh, can you open the door for the motherfucker? <laughs> because it's just getting ridiculous. Okay, so my my thing is. Oh my god! Don't waste my AC like that, bro. Timber. Another one that hot weather got him acting up, man. Man, okay. My continue my point. <clears throat> I gotta hear this. Okay. You gotta be fucking kidding me. All right, no, I'm gonna just continue and act like I'm ignoring my fucking dog because he wants attention. Anyways, <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that. The whole mental health thing with athletes, it's fucking great that they're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And I, 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 salute, I salute all the athletes like, uh, you know, Kevin Love, uh, DeMar DeRozan, and all that that brings, like, awareness to mental health. Mm-hmm. I, I support that shit uh, completely. Here's where it gets me, like, eh. It's, it's like showing up to a job and not wanting to do, like, a, a part of the job. Like, mm-hmm. a part of the job of being an athlete is you play talk in the game, the and then you talk to the media about the game. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and by her, you know, deciding not to, to do the press conference, not to speak to the media because of mental health issues, mm-hmm. which is rightfully so. It's a big issue, and everybody should take it serious. It's a part of your job. I like that. you can't you can't just skip out on that part of your job and then expect to still get paid uh you know fully handsomely your whole paycheck it's like us showing up to work it's like me showing up to work and not want to do uh one part of the fucking filing that i have to do mm-hmm. and just only doing the other filing that i prefer you know even if there's certain filing that i don't fucking like i still got to do it it's a part of my job mm-hmm. you know so it's like I, and if I, fuck, I mean, I wish I can go up to my manager and be like, sorry, I don't really want to do this part of my job because my mental health is fucked. And I need to, like, in order to save my mental health, I can't do this part of the job. Okay, like, well, let me, let me play devil's advocate. I mean, not devil's advocate. Let me show you the other side. So you're right in that aspect. But with your job, with my job, with our mental health, for example, you could sit in your office or whatever and, like, you can still be doing your work and just be by yourself. So, like, you're not really, you know, <clears throat> in the sense, dealing with the pressure. Because she's, she's, she's on record saying she has, like, social anxiety and all that. So it's hard for her to talk to people, talk in front of big crowds. That's a whole different story. But right. with your job, if you're having a bad day and you tell your boss, hey, I'm having a bad day at work, can I just, like, work in my, do everything in my office, work in my office? You can be like, all right, go ahead. Like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they won't be, like, such an asshole. But... You got to think about a lot of these players, we don't know what they're going through. They have mental health problems. And then you got to go to a press conference when, yeah, there's some good media people, but there's also bad media people that are just going to ask you stupid ass questions because they know they're trying to get where they're trying to get like a viral clip or throw you off your game or whatever it may be. Right. She skipped the news conferences. Oh, well. It'll be different in my case if. Naomi Osaka, Naomi Osaka, let me see her well, name right. she also withdrew from the French Open. Yeah, because they were going to find her. So yeah. she said, fuck it, I'm going to just, instead of, she came back, she apologized. She said, instead of, because she even apologized to the media. She said, it was nothing against you guys. I have a good relation with the media. It was just my depression, my social anxiety. I don't 
feel like really talking. I'm pretty sure the media understand it was more like the French Open officials. At right. the same time, this is the best tennis player right now. She's better than Venus. I mean, Serena. She's better than any of those other chicks you want to name. Sloane Stephens, Sharapova, whoever's fucking... I don't keep up with tennis, but she's the best player right now. She made $55 million Yeah, she's bought like alone. a $12 million home or $19 million home, something like that in LA. So Like, they're going to... No matter what, whoever wins this the French Open this year for the women's is going to be an asterisk because she's not there. Yeah. She's the best player. No, I and, know that. And, and, and but no, let me get let me finish. Go so ahead. it comes to with athletes. We've seen it with like the Marshawn Lynch's. Like he didn't want to speak to the media. The NFL was finding him, so he basically he basically was just go ahead. <laughs> just ignore my dog. He basically said like just ignore him. I'm here so I don't get fined and all that. So all right. and we've seen it with uh with Kyrie. He hasn't wanted to speak to the media with mental health problems, and he went through the same thing. I think last season or even this season, whatever. Like, at some point, we have to start realizing that athletes are still humans. I get that they're high-profile celebrities because they play whatever sport that they play at the top of the game, and they're the best in it. But at the same time, these people are still humans. Like, we have to understand that. I could, I could think about times, where I used to, even when I used to work at Walmart, where if I had a bad day and my coworkers could see I'm having a bad day, they're going to not really, if they approach me, they're going to ask me, like, how I'm doing and stuff like that. They're not just going to, they're not going to just, you know, just fucking make me still go through the motions. Like, if you can see, they'll try to help me out, pick up the slack. When it comes to sports, especially tennis, when it's an individual sport, you can't really do that because it's just you out there. So maybe putting, uh, exhorting all her can energy. Can I interject? Yeah, I'm going to finish right now. But maybe okay. exhorting all her energy into actually playing took away from what she would have to actually speak to the media. But that's something we have to take in account when we say, when we talk about athletes, because at the same time, these are still humans. It's not like they're robots or anything like that. They have feelings, everything, just like the rest of us. Okay. No, I agree with what you're saying. And no, and I'm, I'm not one to like, like I know famous people and athletes go through a lot, like a lot more criticism. Cause there's a lot more fucking people exactly. criticizing them. Exactly. on you. Uh, hear me out here. Um, I I get all that, and if if you know she's being forced in the streets with you know paparazzi cameras and interviewing her while she's like getting groceries or getting off the plane, all that exercise shit. I understand. Like, yo, tell them back the fuck off. Leave me alone. Get out of my sight. Like, I'm 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 doing my daily shit. Like, I'm not on the I'm not on the clock. I'm not on the job. But where the line is, is that we all know our job obligations. Like, you mm-hmm. know what comes with the job. Okay. After you play a game or before, once you in, like, if you're in the stadium, mm-hmm. you know your obligation. It's like a yeah, UFC. What the fuck are you barking at? It's like the UFC oh, fighters the that have to, like, do the interviews before the fight. You think they want to fucking do that shit? But they just have to do it to promote the fight. Okay, so here's So, the, wait, hold up. Let me finish my point. Um... You're talking about UFC fighters, everybody yeah, just have okay. to do the job. So, like, yeah. you still got to do your job no matter what. Yeah, no. So, what she was asked to do as a tennis player was just to answer questions from the media, which is a part of her job. Mm-hmm. So, I don't understand why that's not something that you have to, like, mentally prepare yourself for because you know what you signed up for. It's not like you're answering to a paparazzi on the corner of your hotel. 
Okay, so let me let me tell you why. Okay, so here's this. If we say that, then one, we have to start <clears throat> holding people in the media to a higher standard when they when they one when they ask questions that are stupid as hell, when they two ask questions that have nothing to do with the sport that the 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 the. the we, we see it in basketball all the time. Players are in a game, and they ask basketball players about something that went viral a week ago instead of asking them about the game they just played. So we need to start holding media to those two accounts. And fuck, what was I going to say? Um, we have to start holding. Like, if that's the case, because what if, okay, so let's put, let's put it this way. Let's say that there was a media for every job. Let's say there was a media for your job and my job. And let's say when I finished working, I had to go talk to the media. And they asked me, well, you only worked for so many hours today. What do you have planned after you've just finished working? What type of stupid-ass question is that? Why is that your business on what I have planned after work? I still went and did my job and did it to the best of my abilities and finished whatever work I was supposed to do. So why would you ask a stupid <clears throat> question that you know has no really has no correlation to, to the topic at hand, which is, which is whatever the fuck I just did? And that's why we see a lot of this when it comes to athletes not, not uh, wanting to talk to the media because the media, they go and they ask them questions that they know are going to get under their athlete skin. And I get sometimes, sometimes there's questions that need to be asked, but sometimes there's questions that don't have to be asked. And then, and then um, when they ask these questions, it's like, come on now. We've seen it with Russ. We've seen it with multiple people. It's like... All right, can I interject? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Um... I no, I agree with what you're saying, but at the end of the day, like everybody has a job, like you know, like we all hate okay. certain things from our jobs, but we just have to do it. Okay, like so. have you ever used? Have you ever pulled the mental health card? Because I know damn well yes. of all the jobs that I've worked at, I can't pull the mental health card. My well, manager is gonna be like, "Well, too damn fucking bad. Do your fucking job." And 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 that goes back to it needs to be better work conditions for everybody. Because mental health is a serious thing. Because what if someone's having a bad... Me- I, okay, I'm going to use an example. And if people that know me when I used to work at Walmart, here's a perfect example. I was working as a cashier. I was working with a cashier. She was on the uh, register, like, right next to me. When we, we clocked in at the same time. So she was telling me I'm having a bad day and shit. So this was, like, when I used to work <sighs> at Walmart, the one right there in Torrance off of 190th. We was going through like a renovation because they were turning it into just from a normal Walmart into like the superstore, the big ass Walmarts that sell everything. So we're going through renovation lines are hella long. Everything's backed up. Everything just so slow. So she's having a bad day. She's ringing up a customer. There's literally a cashier standing right next to her getting ready to give her her break. Right. Because she already talked to our manager, the cashier manager. She's like, I'm having a bad day. No, hold on. Don't rush me. We gonna, I'm, this all has a point oh, to yeah, it. Just, I'm gonna, I'm listening. So anyways. She, she comes to relieve her for her break. So as cashiers, when you're getting relieved for your break, you're supposed to turn the light off, like where the numbers are at, and let the people know in line that they either have to wait or go to another register. In her case, she told him to just wait. She's about to uh, clock out for her break, and there's, there was another cashier literally right there behind her waiting to clock in so they can continue the line. So this family that was next in line literally, like, just lost it. They start cussing at her, like, where the fuck you going, all this? You need to be ringing us up. You see this long-ass line? She's like, I'm going on my break. There's someone right here. So at this point, pregnant lady and her sisters are all getting this chick face, and they talking shit to her. And 
as a cash as a worker, you're supposed to, you know, just try to have a smile and do whatever you can to help the customers. But they calling her all types of bitches, all types of shit, getting all up in her face. I mean, like directly in her face. And I'm already telling you, she had a bad day. So she tell the lady to back the f up. At this point, the pregnant lady punch her, and her sister start jumping her, and she she gets fired because. The end of the scuffle, she done whooped six people ass, and it made some bitch piss herself in Walmart. So she, she so got fired. She had a bad day, and she got fired because right. somebody just came and decided to lose their mind on her when she did nothing wrong. She was following her order. She was told to go take her break. It's not like she just took a break to go take it. And that goes the same thing with the media. Like they'll do, and this might be a different topic, but. With the media, you got to think about what athletes, you don't know if they're having a bad day and then they're getting interviewed by these people. And all of a sudden now, when you see the article of what you said in the press conference, your words are completely switched up and they made it look like you're a bad guy. So, yeah, you're going to feel jaded. You're not going to want to talk to the media all the time. And I think if we're going to hold athletes to a standard where they have to talk to the media all the time, then we have to hold the media to a standard where they need to have more integrity. Because if not, then this problem is never going to solve itself. We're just no, going to get that more is and more true. athletes that don't want to talk to the media. That you is, can't do nothing, especially when they say mental health, because then people are going to look at you like, well, what is your problem? That, that, that's true. Uh, the, media, the media does have to um, ask better questions. Um, and, you know, you can just... Not even just better questions, just having better integrity. And, and you can just so, Westbrook it, you know? Yeah. Uh, which is fine. I'm just saying, like, you know, with... That's, you know, Walmart, you're getting paid, you know, minimum wage. Yeah, so different pay level too. So. Yeah. So, you know, the, the more pay you, the more money you make, the more you got to hold you, the more things you got to do. It is what it is. You know, also, I'm sorry. Like it is, but, if but, it's within the job, it's within the job. Okay, if but, it's outside, then it's outside. Okay. But what also goes with that is when it comes to these athletes, as a Naomi Osaka, a Naomi Osaka and a LeBron James, these are like two of the most powerful athletes in their sport. You can't just, they can't just, like if Naomi comes back to the next French Open, she's like, I'm going to talk to media, but I only want to have limited media because of depression. Do you think that the French Open is going to do the same thing? No, they're not. They're going to acquiesce to what she wants. They may, they may not go fully. They may try to get her to come to a middle ground, a compromise, but they're going to have to acquiesce because if not, you're going to start losing more of your top athletes the same way. I, everybody deals with mental health. Yeah, can I interact now? Um, I was done. Okay. I, I don't care how big of a star you are, but, like, I think... I th- we... When we play favors, people get mad. But when they stop playing favor, people get mad. I think... I'm just... Whatever... Oh my God, Timber! Whatever the rule might, whatever the okay, it's a contract, and you, you, if you sign, if you go in a contract, you read the fucking contract. Hopefully, if you're a, you know a smart person, and everything that comes in that fucking contract, and then once you sign on that dotted line, anything that happens within the contract, you gotta fucking do it. Anything that happens outside the contract, you don't have to fucking do it because it's not yeah. in the contract. So, so, so wait, hold up, let me finish my point. I'm gonna crack his muffin. Damn, bro! Like, now go ahead, go. I already fuck. got you. No, I'm about to, about um, to bind fuck you right now. Okay, watch. Um, go ahead. So, as as a organization, as a company, you you they have a standard. That's their policy. Mm-hmm. 
So, like, coming into the French Open or whatever fucking U.S. Open the case might be, you know the fucking policy. Mm-hmm. You just oblige by it because you're getting fucking paid for doing so. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like they're saying, hey, you know, come do this, and we're not really paying for you okay, uh, well, for you to do it. It's a part of your check, you know. Here's the thing. Show me in the contract where it says, as an athlete, you have to speak to the media because, and if you say that it's in there, I'm going to tell you, when is the last time that we've ever really seen... Um, let me think of someone. When do you ever see Josh Hart get get interviewed? Never. He's signed to an NBA contract. Never gets interviewed. It's not in the media. It's not. It's in. It's only the only. You're only obligated to talk to fucking the media as a big name player. They don't ask fucking Josh Hart. They don't ask Jackson Hayes. They don't ask fucking uh, Pat Connaughton. Joe Harris, they don't never. When did you see the media ever speak to these people that I just named? Never. They only want to talk to the big players. So if you want to talk to the big players, you need to start acquiescing to what they want and stop trying to always just force them to talk to the media if they don't feel like it. Because if you're not going to get a good interview, we see it with rappers all the time when they don't want to talk to. And when they, with rap, rappers is a perfect example. These motherfuckers go into interviews that they don't want to be in, and those interviews be some of the most. Horriblest interviews. The Migos, for example, they just got good at doing interviews. They used to be terrible interviewers. Like I'm talking about awful. It was god awful. Okay. It says so, right. Oh wait, hold on. Let me read it. Uh, the M- uh, da, 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 Okay. The NBA teams have the right during and after term of agreement they to use exhibition tr- distribution license performance, but uh, under the agreement or uniform play or contract in any or all media formats of all exhibition distribution and television. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know what the fuck. I, I just look it up. Anyways, I don't know. Listen. All right. Okay. Man, so we can to just make cap it, this off. To soon. make it short, yes, players should have to talk to the media. I, but <clears throat> at the same time, like I said, the media only wants to talk to certain players. So if they want to talk to these certain players, they need to start – Everybody needs to come to a middle ground, and the media has to start being better because we know what the media does. We see ESPN do the bullshit all the time. So we know how the media, especially with Kyrie, even with all the stupid shit Kyrie said, we know how they like to twist his words a lot and make it sound way worse than it was. So it has to be a middle ground. It can't just be, oh, you're making millions of dollars, speak to the media, because that's not a middle ground. That's basically saying, well, you work for me. Well, if, if you tell that to LeBron James and you say, fuck it, I'm going to retire, now you lose all that a, a big fan base because LeBron James isn't on the Lakers no more. You lose a lot of money that you brought in for people just want to come see LeBron play. A lot of superstars aren't going to want to come play for L.A. no more because LeBron not there. AD going to fuck around and leave. Like, you get what I'm saying? You have These are the best players in the league at, in their sports. <clears throat> if they yeah. have a bad day, you have to acquiesce to that. Other, okay, because if not... The next step is that they all just gonna start giving back. They all just gonna be Marshawn Lynch, and when you and they, the media not gonna like when they get stupid interviews like that. When all he's saying is, "I'm just here so I don't get fined to every single question," because that's all they obligated to do. They just obligated to answer the question, not answer the question like exactly to what was asked. They could say whatever the fuck they want as an answer. So if everybody, every player just starts saying, "I'm just here so I don't get fined," guess what's gonna happen? They're gonna have to acquiesce to what these players want because at the end of the day, and that's and that's fine. If you're gonna just show up and say I, like, here's the I'm thing. Just, at the end of the day, who makes the money for all these teams? 
The players. You have to start. But also the players teams. Are the, power. the teams are the one with the platform and also like that's providing cool. all the that. Players have so platforms you know. It's yeah, I, I that's true, but I mean, if the fucking players didn't pick the team, they going undrafted. That's another thing too. That's true, but if you're good enough, that's not going to happen because somebody's going to want you. And and all we can say is, well, and then it's the ultimatum on the other side. We're like, well, if they don't want to speak to the media, don't play. Okay, go put go put fucking go put fucking who's someone go put Jeremy Lin as a everybody that plays as good as Jeremy Lin as a starting point guard, a starting guard on the team. I guarantee you the ratings go down more <clears> than they've already have. Yeah. All right, man. Especially if we're talking NBA. All right, man. That's it for this episode. Benchwoman Report will be back on Thursday. Uh, Like, subscribe, and then check us out on uh, Spotify under TCEL Network. Um, Also, the logo is on the YouTube channel. So, yeah. Also, before we get out of here, my homie sent us some clothing, some shorts, some athletic shorts and hoodies from Legends Clothing. They got some nice, uh, they got some nice clothes, but it's kind of pricey. But go ahead and uh, check them out. them out man a shout out to the homie for giving us those free uh, fits legends clothing legends.com all right cool all right man we out later all right y'all